you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. <laughs> Little little five year old Michael Fabiano and his Flash Gordon underoos. That that no. that that scene. I was right into there. Flash Gordon, man. Batman and and Star Wars. That scene was like your favorite scene of Star Wars when you were a little kid, wasn't it? Stop it. Because that was like, but that was big time, man. For a low budget movie, and they had the little projection. Wasn't that when R two D two played the little projection of Leia? Yes. Uh, I think I think Luke and, and Obi Wan are, are uh, they hadn't had meet they had no 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 yeah they had point. they were practicing weren't they and no you talking about when she said Obi Wan Kenobi you're my only hope that's in the beginning of Star Wars was that's the, the message what kind of Star Wars guy are I, you I thought that that was when they were practicing and Luke was sucking put your lightsaber back in your pants you Harrison, sure please all right well yeah. maybe I'm wrong anyway hey where's <laughs> where's our fantasy cantina uh, Star Wars cantina music there it is. Oh, uh, that is a beautiful. jam right there. It's beautiful. So let's get to some news here. Uh, Michael Vick didn't How did practice Megadeth today. never cover this? Stop it. Michael Vick didn't practice today. Uh, Vince Young, Mike Kafka shared first team snaps, but Vince Young expected to start uh, hey, against Kafka the Giants. Mike pretty good against Atlanta. If, if Michael Vick can't play, uh, which I may have to actually pick up Vince Young and play him this week. Willis McGahey limited in practice for the second straight day. He's questionable for Thursday night. Make sure you have Lance Ball as insurance. If he's out there on the waiver wire, pick him up. If McGahee can't play, Lance Ball is a nice flex option. And I think we should maybe start talking some starts and sits, Elliot Harrison. But you didn't even bring up Muhammad Masakwa. Why would I bring up Muhammad Masakwa? We're not talking about guys who stink in fantasy. Yeah, We're talking about guys that we want to play. But just for the record, he did practice today. He is bantapudu he is, he is in fantasy football. He is. He yeah. is. All right, well, quarterback starts. Give me, give me your strangest one. My strangest one? Yeah. Who are you really rolling the dice with? Alex Smith. Yeah, that. Hey, that's rolling the against dice. the Cardinals. Uh, they've given up an average of over 16 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks this year. Desperation City guys, 
go ahead and pick up Alex Smith and play him against the Cardinals last bye week. Ryan Fitzpatrick, he has really struggled lately. But the Dolphins are giving up the fourth most, fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. I'm not ready to give up on the uh, Amish rifle just yet. I'm not throwing him into the pit of Zarlacc just yet. Oh, my Lord. Uh, I'm starting Matt, uh, Mark Sanchez against the Broncos. Look, I've talked wanna, about that already. Look, if you want to fly into the Dagobah system with Mark Sanchez okay. as your quarterback, you know, I'm fine with that. The I, matchup I, is I, great. I, the Broncos are terrible against the court, against you know the pass they've given up. A ton of court, uh, points to quarterbacks. I'm also starting Carson Palmer against the Vikings. They have given up an average of about 17 fancy points per game to quarterbacks this year. So I'm rolling with Carson. I'm also rolling with Eli Manning, even though he's been inconsistent in his career against the Eagles. In the last two games, the Eagles have given up an average of more than 19 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. So Including John Skelton. Start Eli Manning, yes. All right, now sits. Sits? I, so we're talking I about uh, no, I, you know, I was waiting for you to say something smart there and snide. I didn't. I didn't. I, okay. I laid out. I'm sitting Tebow, unless I absolutely have to. Which is hard for you. Joe Flacco against the Bengals. He's been terrible. Uh, Josh Freeman. The thumb is clearly bothering him. The Buccaneers' pass defense has been better lately. Uh, Tony Romo. Let me give you a stat on Tony Romo. He's coming off a big game against the Bills, and so a lot of people are going to be like, "Hey, man, I got to start this kid." But Tony Romo has thrown for multiple touchdown passes in a road game against the Redskins once since 2006. Once. So don't be surprised if Romo does not have that big of a game and it's the DeMarco Murray show. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, the Redskins defense has also allowed just eight touchdown passes this year, only two touchdowns to wide receivers. Just food for thought. Hey, um, Mike Kendall, where is my glass of blue milk? Oh. Where is that? Well, first of all, you know our listeners don't. I'm know I'm thirsty, and I want some of that stuff. Our listeners don't know who Mike Kendell is. He's a uh, PA here at uh, NFL.com. You don't know the uh, blue milk? He looks like Michael Sarah. You, you're 21, right? 24. You don't. God. 24. Have you ever seen Star Wars? Yes. The blue milk? You don't know about the blue milk? Mike. Mike has kind of that like that. I'm a fraternity guy, treasurer. I'm not the president. Haircut. And he's got the mini truck mustache. You know the guys that have the very skinny, skinny, blonde hair mustache that drive like a Mitsubishi Mighty Max from 89 with like some major thumpers behind the seat? Yeah. That's my Kendall. All right. C3PO and R2D just walked into the cantina, and they want to know who the best running back starts are this week. They do, but I, one one correction there. Uh, you talked about Josh Freeman. The Bucks. I think you meant the Packers' pass yes. defense. What did been, I say? Uh, you said the Bucks, but uh, oh, I apologize because I'm just so entrenched in the music here. But your point is well taken that the the Packers secondary has not been giving them up quite right. the way they were earlier in the year. Absolutely. Uh, so let's move on. to Running, running back starts. Demarco Murray. You play him against the Redskins. He has been phenomenal. He's become a must start. Marshawn Lynch against the Rams. Lynch has scored a touchdown in five straight games, and the Rams have allowed the seventh most fantasy points I'm to playing. running backs. Michael Bush against the Vikings. He's been phenomenal. You haven't seen much of a drop-off, if at all, from Darren McFadden's production. You play him against the Vikings. I can't believe that Reggie Bush hasn't fallen off the fantasy cliff yet because he's had three straight games where he's been solid. And the Bills have been terrible. Murray ran all over them last week. They lost Kyle Williams a couple of weeks ago. I think Bush is a, is a low-end tour flex starter against the Bills. I'm also starting Brandon Jacobs with a Mod Bradshaw out. Great matchup against the Eagles. 
And James Starks could be a sneaky sleeper against the Buccaneers. They've given up the second most fantasy points to running backs. Agreed. Ryan Grant has been lousy, been invisible this year. As in, I think Starks is a flex play. Well, Ryan Grant's role has been reduced, uh, plain and simple. And and uh, your point on Marshawn Lynch, ironic you followed him up with Michael Bush because mm-hmm. I referenced earlier I wasn't able to get Michael Bush in our NFL Network draft, even though I picked McFadden with my first pick. I felt like Bush went a little early. Yeah. I wasn't ready to jump on him. I'm sure that happened to a lot of people out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that Bush isn't an excellent value. My handcuff, essentially, my de facto handcuff for McFadden is Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. But this week, I feel okay about it. Uh, I would. Listen, and, and Lynch is somebody that I killed early in the year. I didn't like him. I, I wouldn't have used him as anything more than a flex. Now he's getting into RB2 range, five games in a row with a touchdown. And he's getting back to like beast mode, man. Like when he was actually good with the Bills, he has really rejuvenated his career. And he is the best fantasy player in Seattle. He's maybe the only reliable fantasy player in Seattle. I think... Maybe is not the right word. He is right, and what a disappointment Zach Miller's been up there. Oh, we uh, knew he was going to be a bust. The second you, if you catch passes, the second you go to Seattle from another team, right. you stink. But he was a very good player in Oakland, and not yeah. a bad fantasy tight end. Uh, before we get to running back sits, we have a couple callers that have been sitting, waiting patiently. Uh, Clint in Texas, I want to know what a fellow Texan thinks about what the best Star Wars movie of all time is. Clint, you with us? Yeah. What's going Definitely on, man? The Empire. That's my man, Cliff. I like it. See? Now, is this not the coolest thing? You come into a radio show, talk about fantasy football, and you've got the cantina music going on in the background, or or, or Elliot and I just huge geeks? No, it works. Okay, you could have called us geeks. It's fine. Well, Clint's <laughs> enthusiasm on it is infectious. That, he's yeah. like, no, it, it works. Now yeah, you guys like, are geeks. Yeah, you guys are geeks. A little fun fact. One of the, the rebel guys at the uh, base on Hoth uh, in Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. was John Ratzenberger. Who played Cliff on? Yeah, no, I uh, knew that. You and knew that. He actually was in. Oh gosh, was it? He, he always played like control operator guy, like in, in other movies. What was it like airplane or or maybe it was Close Encounters of the Third Kind? I can't remember. Maybe one of the callers will know. But he always played like one of these guys who was like a controller in some sort of uh, you know base. I did know that, though. I you know, know I'm, that, I'm pretty sure it's Close Encounters that Carl Weathers is in the credits. And I went through the whole I movie to try movie. to find him, I and he was movie. nowhere. So I'm wondering if he's one of those deals One of those deals where he did a role and then they cut it in the editing process. But well, One of the funniest screw-ups in Star Wars was in the original Star Wars when the Stormtroopers came in to that, that room where C-3PO and R2 mm-hmm. were hiding. Yep. And one of the last Star Troopers was tall. And he bashed his head against the door that had lifted up, and it was so funny because the actor like grabbed his helmet to make sure it didn't fall off, and it made it to the final cut of the movie. Yikes. It was hilarious. Yikes! Well, we did not get into we we were so busy in the fantasy cantina, mm-hmm. so busy that we stopped down from running back uh, yeah. sits. We did the starts, mm-hmm. didn't do the sits. So, who are you sitting this week at the running back position? If you have to play Beanie Wells this week, you should say. We don't have it. Oh, up. you didn't queue it up. <laughs> we didn't queue it up. <laughs> oh, you blew it. Yeah, I, well, it's not my fault. You don't blew look it. Don't, okay. Don't well, look at me. Beanie Wells has got a terrible matchup this week uh, against the 49ers. They've given up the fewest fantasy points to running backs uh, this season. So I'm benching Wells. I'm also benching LeGarrette Blunt. He was pretty good at the beginning of the season. Very inconsistent, though. Uh, he scored single-digit fantasy points in four of his last five games. The Packers have given up the eighth, uh, their eighth in run defense, uh, so I'm benching LeGarrette Blunt. Don't like Cedric Benson. Don't like any Bengals. Uh, 
A.J. Green looks like a game-time decision. He might be the only Bengal that I would play this week. Uh, the Ravens are going to be a little ticked off on their home field after getting embarrassed by the Seahawks last week. Um, one thing that I can't figure out for the life of me is why Mike Shanahan hates our fantasy teams. Yeah. Because he names Ryan Terrain the starter, and then Roy Hallou plays, and then... We figure Roy Hallou is the starter. Mike Shanahan says, well, Terrain's not coming into the game unless Hallou is tired. Well, guess what Mike Shanahan did to us last week? He started Ryan Terrain. So if you've got a Redskins running back on your team and you need to start him, what should you do? Bench him. And if you have to start him, what would you say? There we go. There we go. Now we got it that time. I'm also a little worried about Chris Johnson. Great game last week, and we told you to start them. Uh, the Falcons have given up the fifth fewest fantasy points to running backs. They've been solid against the run, uh, very underrated. I, I think you probably still have to play Chris Johnson. Just be aware that he's not scoring over 20 fantasy points this weekend. That was great stuff, Trev. I love it. <laughs> See, always get the, you back. the first time we were a few seconds off, this time... We knocked it out of the ballpark. We were Albert Pujols there. You know what? Uh, I just really would like to hear sometime at the end of our show the line from Predator when Arnold goes, not bad for a bunch of half-assed mountain boys. All right, uh, John in El Camino. That's one of the greatest movies of all time. That's maybe my favorite sci-fi movie of all time, if you consider Predator sci-fi. John in Tennessee has been waiting for a long time. John, don't tell me you're voting for Star Wars is the best Star Wars movie. John in Tennessee. John's Hello. not there. There he John, is. there he is. What's going on, man? Not much. How you doing? Appreciate Our Star Wars right chatter on. must have put him to sleep. Yeah. Well, as, as much as I like Star Wars, I am an Empire fan. You're an Empire guy? I am. Good man. Good man. Now, so, now, if you had to go second place between Star Wars and Jedi, which one? Definitely Star Wars. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Jedi is it's it's tough to get behind the the Ewoks, man. They, they <laughs> slow it down for me. They yeah. slow it down for me. What's your question? I, I got a big problem here. I I've had Brandon Pettigrew for a while now, and he seems to be very very hit and miss tight end. Mostly uh, miss. If if he's in the red zone, it seems to me like Shepler's getting more of the calls than Pettigrew lately, and he's just only giving me like two or three points. Mm-hmm. I also have Winslow. And according to the matchups, it seems like Winslow's got a better matchup this week. So I'm wondering if I should bench Pettigrew this week for Winslow. And then uh, Sanchez, I, I agree with you. I've actually got him starting over Tebow this week as well. I'm scared to death of the Jets' defense. I don't think Tebow can make it this week. Is this a PPR league or a standard league? Uh, I got a PPR league, 12-team yeah. PPR. I think it's Winslow. You know what? Uh, Winslow is a guy who doesn't score touchdowns, but if he's in a PPR league, he's not half bad. And if you do look at the matchups, which this caller clearly has, and I like this caller because he's an Empire guy, Winslow's a good start based on the matchup. The Packers have given up the fifth most fantasy points. The tight ends, they've given up five touchdowns to tight ends this year. Uh, And as you mentioned, Pettigrew has been hit and miss and mostly miss. So I agree with the assessment. Well, ne- neither one of these tight ends, you know, really exactly. It doesn't exactly make you salivate over your your team's prospects. They've both been disappointing. I have both of them, uh, or had both of them. I already dropped Winslow, but I think of the two. I think you go Winslow. The problem with Pettigrew is he's not catching the ball in traffic. I mean, that's part of being a tight end. You look at Jason Witten. Jason Witten makes tough catches in traffic. 
Tony Gonzalez historically has made tough catches in traffic. You can't always have a guy like Antonio Gates that's going to bust a 50-yard play for you like a wide receiver does. Most good NFL tight ends are good over the middle. They're good on those little seven-yard ends. Occasionally they break a tackle and bust a play for you. But Pettigrew hasn't been making those grabs. He's been incredibly unreliable. And I agree with Fabs. Green Bay has given up a lot of points, although they've gotten better lately. Green Bay has given them up. They get the big plays. They get the pick sixes. And you see them on the highlight show. You see Charles Woodson returning interception. But at the end of the day, a lot of guys have had big fantasy days against the Packers, like Michael Jenkins. Mm-hmm. And I think that Kellen Winslow is the better play there. Uh, going on to Ernie in Louisville. What's going on, Ernie? Y'all there, fellas? How yeah. How you doing, Ernie? I'm hanging in there, man. By far, Empire Strikes Back. Let me get that out of the way. Ernie's a good man. Love hey, it. No, man, I am. Man. I'm just in a world of hurt here, man. I, I'm my receivers are killing me. I'm I'm in a debate. The top three receivers out there I can pick up are Earl Bennett, Damian Williams, and Harry Douglas. It's a PPR league. Um, but if I pick one of them up, i got to play without a defense. And I'm just trying to debate whether I should. And it's only two defenses I've seen are Tennessee and Jacksonville out there worth picking up. I'm just trying to debate, is one of them guys worth picking up over a defense? And would you play without a defense? Uh, My other I, start... I'm sorry. Yeah, I, no, I don't like to. I don't like to leave an open spot in my starting lineup. What is your current defense? Uh, Houston. They're off this week. Yeah, I know it. That's why I said it. But my three starters. If I don't pick up a receiver, I got to play uh, uh, Brandon Lloyd, Nate Washington, and Troy Smith. Why don't you? Why don't you drop? Number one, I don't like Nate Washington. I never have. The guy's a lousy number one wide receiver. He can't get the job done against opposing number one. He's like Attack of the Clones. I'd rather have. I'd, I'd rather have Bennett than Washington. Drop Nate Washington, pick up Earl Bennett, and pick up a defense. I don't want to have an open spot uh, in my starting lineup. So, and uh, to me, the Jaguars would be the defense to pick up because of the matchups. I'd rather have Bennett than Nate Washington from here. I'd rather have Damian Williams than Nate Washington. I don't like Nate Washington. The only time you play him is against the good a good matchup. And what's he done since? Britt's gone. He's had one good game, basically, and he had that fluke rushing touchdown in that contest. He had a couple of touchdowns. Other than that, he's been invisible. It's funny. You know, I think I would pick up Tennessee's defense, even though they're going up against the Falcons. Oh, because I wouldn't. No well, way. Let me, let me tell you why. I, I don't, honestly, I don't like either one. But I see Tennessee possibly picking Matt Ryan a couple of times in this game. I don't know that Cleveland's going to take the chances offensively for Jacksonville to get any sacks or interceptions. That That's what bothers me about that matchup. I don't love either one, and I have to agree with you, Fabs. I don't really love the idea of leaving a hole there either. Yeah. Check your waiver wire. There's got to be somebody, unless you're in a... Defenses facing the Browns have scored the eighth most fantasy points this year. So, uh, I mean, that's why I like the Browns. The Falcons has been on the... It's on the other side of the spectrum Teams facing them have allowed around the like, 10th or 11th fewest. The Browns have just gotten so conservative offensively that I, I have a hard time but seeing But remember, it. some leagues you get rewarded for total yards, True. points. And, and that's that a good point. Thing. I just mean if you're looking at it from a sacks and, and, and turnover standpoint. But By the but way, I have was a hard that time... your brother that called in? <laughs> Easy there, Turbo. Was that your brother? Easy there. Easy there. Listen, <laughs> I, I have a hard time. You guys time, have the same accent. I have a hard, I have a hard time imagining that that Tennessee and Jacksonville are the only defenses that are that are left out there Depends on the waiver on, wire. Listen, that's, that's happened in some leagues. That so. that is incredible. We need a break. We're going to come back with some wide receiver starts and sits. A little more Star Wars chat and give my theory 
on what the best Star Wars movie is. Oh, I can't and, wait for uh, that. Hey, by the way, it's time for your fantasy fix. All right, did Carrie Fisher do it for you? Yeah, and clearly they didn't have bras in space because she was <laughs> flopping around all over the place. Uh, oh, my exactly. Lord. Say? Oh, my Lord. Uh, okay. I had what, to say it. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. <laughs> That's when they were in the trash compactor, wasn't it? No. No? no you're... What did, did you watch Star Wars? Did you, that's after they. <laughs> no, they, that's that's after they broke in. Yeah, to they broke rescue in. The I princess. Was, I know, and they're in the and he's trying to act like a, he's for, trying to act like a stormtrooper. I know, but then they get caught in the trash compactor. For a guy who walks around with a blaster and a, and a lightsaber on his belt, you fail miserably let me, let me at these Star buddy. Wars spots, man. First of all, a couple things. Number one, here we go. Princess Leia flopping around was clearly. <laughs> Clearly inappropriate comment, but was, ac- but accurate, but accurate, and really that was uh, Jedi when when Jabba the Hut he's got her in that that little gold number. But she was no, it, 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 this, he did. This he is going to take her. a weird turn. But it was in Star Wars when she was all over the place because she had that white well, deal going gown. on. She had the gown, but yeah. but she was in the gold. Like I don't know what that outfit was. You can't was. flop in steel metal bikini tops. You flop in the white deal that she had on. Uh, the Rancor, by the way. Very cool. Just saying. But I had the... <laughs> I had the... How do we transition from... I don't know. But the Death I Star, I had the actual toy set. Now, it wasn't the whole Death Star. It was one section of the Death Star. So you had the three levels. You had the trash compactor at the bottom that had the, these little fuzzy things that were supposed to be like dirt and trash and whatever. Mm. And then you had the monster... Remember the the, the, the little like the dude snake, that, yeah, yeah. snake monster or yeah. whatever, but you had these cardboard panels that slid in to look like the out, the exterior of the Death Star with an elevator. It was the coolest Star Wars. You still toy. have it, right? You and play it, with it at night. If you find that sucker in the box near Mint, yeah, you, you give us a call here. <laughs> Harrison wants to bid on it. I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, we didn't get into wide receivers much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in fact, at all, we really just got into some injuries. Uh, AJ Green, Jeremy Macklin. Uh, what, who are you starting? Steven Johnson's this? another guy that's a little banged up right now with a shoulder. Well, as far as the guys that you're starting, and your column, by the way, is up on NFL.com yep, right now. Yeah, starting up. Yep. Uh, biggest risk of your starts? It's Dwayne Bow. Dwayne Bow. The matchup is great. Uh, the Patriots have given up more fantasy points to wide receivers than any team in the league. Tyler Palco. I know that. But people also said that about Tyler Thigpen in 2008, and he wasn't half bad. Actually, he was pretty darn good. And Coastal he developed Carolina. this tunnel vision thing with Tony Gonzalez, and Gonzalez ended up having a huge second half of that season. I'm not saying that's going to happen here. Palco knows the offense, and I would think if I'm a quarterback and I'm an inexperienced quarterback, I'm looking to the best weapon I have in the pass deck when I need to throw, throw the football. So I think you play Bo this week, and you see what happens. And if he has a bad week, he's more of a matchup-based guy. But uh, I'm still playing him this week. I'm also playing... Brandon Marshall's been great the last couple of weeks, 15 catches. Matt Moore has not hurt his value at all. Uh, I play him against the Bills. They've given up the eight most fantasy points, clearly. Jordy Nelson, who on NFL.com, I don't even know if he's active uh, in in 70% of leagues, which is insane. He right now is in the top 12 in fantasy points among wide receivers. He's only, what, 10, 20 points behind Greg Jennings. 
uh, and he has the same number of touchdowns. The Buccaneers are 28th against the pass. You start Jordy Nelson. Plaxico Burris, I like on Thursday night. Champ Bailey's going to be on San Antonio Holmes. We talked to Jamie Dukes earlier, who said that he'd play Burris ahead of San Antonio Holmes. And oh, by the way, who has more fantasy points between those two wide receivers this year? It's Plaxico Burris. And also, I like Denarius Moore against the Vikings. I mentioned earlier, uh, Winfield's out. Their pass defense has been terrible. They're all banged up. And listen, it's not a lock because one week it was Jacoby Ford. Then last week it was Ford to begin with. He gets hurt, and then it was Denarius Moore. Maybe this week it's Haybay, although I don't know where the heck he went. He's completely disappeared. He kind of did an Alderaan on us and just exploded into nothingness. You like that, don't you? Um, I tell you what, if your if your fantasy hopes are hanging on Darius Hayward Bay, yeah, then then you're hanging like Luke at the bottom of the Cloud City yeah. thing yeah. by your knees waiting. For How the terrifying would that have had to be if that's like act, you've got nothing but a, a a pretty darn huge drop coming? You were dropping into nothing forever. You're, you're dropping forever. What I want to know is what I want to know is where did those posts like like those things just hang like. Uh, Cloud City is a complete question mark to me. I don't get the whole thing. Cloud City was a very, very cool segment of Empire Strikes Back. I love yes. the whole segment of it. Yeah, but I do like Daenerys more this week. Uh, I don't like Cloud City. <laughs> that, that was a, <laughs> such an awkward... Can, can I do some sit-em wide receivers here? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, listen, uh, you probably have to play Deshaun Jackson, but I don't like him. Uh, he has 132 yards, no touchdowns in his last three games against the Giants. And the G-Men have not allowed a number one wide receiver to score double-digit fantasy points in their last five games. Des Bryant, another guy you probably have to start. Just beware. The Redskins have only given up two touchdowns of wideouts. In the last game against the Skins, Bryant had just 63 yards. Bolden against the Bengals. Again, a guy you probably have to roll with, but the matchup is tough. I'm not telling you to sit no-brainer guys like Nate Washington. Sit, you know... uh, the fourth string wide receiver in Cleveland who happens to be what Massacoy or something like that. I got to give you guys who there's some thought here, but be smart in your decisions. Don't bench Deshaun Jackson for Preston Parker, for example. Uh, you don't touch Eric Decker with a 10 foot pole this week. He's going to be on Rebus Island and the Broncos are not going to throw the football and beware of Roddy White. Roddy White right now is 21st in fantasy points among wide receivers. He was the second or third wide receiver drafted in most leagues, so he's been a disappointment. And Corlin Finnegan and the Titans' pass defense has been real tough on number one wideouts. Just ask Steve Smith, who had 33 yards last week against them. There you go. There you go. Those are wide receiver starts and sits. We've been talking Star Wars. We've been talking starts and sits. We have Tom in Iowa on the line, and I'm guessing that Tom hates the movie Field of Dreams if he lives in Iowa. He's probably so sick of it. Great movie. But, Tom, we need to know what the best Star Wars movie is, plain and simple. Tom has no opinion on this matter. You there, Tom? Tom left us. Tom is right not now. there. Clearly, Tom is a Star Trek guy. Yeah, clearly. Clearly. Yeah. Hey, Star Trek. Star Trek Two, Wrath of Khan. Great movie. Dave in New York. Uh, Star Wars, Empire, Jedi. Please don't say Revenge of the Sith. Oh, definitely episode five. Wow. Empire Strikes Another Back. Another one. Uh, no doubt that, You are correct, my friend. From one, from one fellow Iona graduate to another. Iona. I went yeah. to Iona for a few years, yeah. Yep. I, I, I don't know if you remember me, but we had classes together. Is that right? Dave I, I actually, I left, what's your name again? Dave Golden. The name sounds familiar. We, I, I went to Iona for two years, and then I had a, I ended up finishing up school back in Connecticut, but I'll tell you, 
the, the Iona and and oh man, what year would this North, have been? North, Dave? A, North Avenue. I spent some nights I can't remember on North Avenue, man. <laughs> Dave, you. what year would this have been? Well, I we I graduated in '95. Yeah, I was there '92-'93. So you had like a I'm just guessing. Like I was a, there a couple of years. You had an '86 IROC Z. No, blue ones. God, no. I had, I had, a, I had a Buick but Regal. I, That's no, what I had. I the was, Italians had a Buick Regal. No, but I was in Saro Pie, if that rings a bell. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember that. But, uh, wow, that you know how long ago that was? 92? Yeah, I know how I'm long ago. I'm getting old, man, but Iona was, Iona was great. All you needed to get into a bar on North Avenue was an Iona College ID. It didn't matter how old you were. And I, I, wasn't, really, I wasn't really a drinker when I was in high school. And oh, those two years I partied it up, boy. So you learned about Schlitz. I huh? partied it up. Very good, very good. Well, Dave, what's your question? Well, my odds of winning my league are well, probably worse than flying through an asteroid field. But um, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, still trying to keep it, you know, uh, respectable. Anyway, um, quarterback <laughs> had a job go down. I got Flacco, uh-huh. and I'm wondering if I can roll with Flacco. There's not much on the waiver wire. Fourteen team. Non PPR, slim pickings. I got like Ponder, Liner, that kind oh, of. Wow. Uh, well, you that's know, a thick asteroid field. Yeah, it is. Now, yeah. How, how about this for for an option? And I'm going to ask Elliot Harrison this question: Do you pick up Vince Young? And if he plays, you start him. The only problem is that if Vic ends up playing, then you're kind of picking up Tyler Palco and playing him on Monday night. I think the you, answer you already you, you had me probably have to go with Flacco. You know what? Uh, I hate to quote Renee Zellweger. I try to avoid it as much this as I This is the can. first time on the history of Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio that some nerd is going to quote. Go ahead, Renee Zellweger. You had me at hello with Vince Young. I think you do do that. I, I, look, I, I don't the, love Vince the, Young. The problem is, though, you got to wait and see what happens with Vic. If he doesn't practice on Friday, there's a good chance Young's going to play. Because remember, that's a, Saturday, that's a Sunday night game. So if you sit on Flacco and then Young doesn't play, then you have to pick up Tyler Palco and play him on Monday night because he'll likely be available on the waiver wire. So I'd watch. I'm Vic. okay with that. Palco, yeah, I'm okay with it. Okay, I'm okay with rolling the I'd dice. I'd probably, I'd probably roll with Joe Flacco just to be safe. But the but, Young thing is an option. And then you know you could go either way on this discussion depending on yeah. what your strategy is. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, Joe Flacco has he not just been? I know up? he's better at home. I don't like the matchup this week, but. The thing is, if I knew, if you told me Vince Young is starting for the Eagles this week, I'd play Vince Young over Joe Flacco. I need to know that, though, for sure, and we don't know that just now. Absolutely, and that's what's tough about Wednesdays. John in New Jersey has a question about running backs. John, what is the best Star Wars movie? Right now we've got Star Wars 5, Empire 5, Jedi 1, and Revenge of the Sith 1. I'm going with Empire. Nice. Oh, look you know what? Empire's making a comeback. I, Empire, because it's the best one. And you know what? I know what yours is. You know what mine is? I know what it is. Okay. Okay, what's your question, my man? I got a bunch of running backs. I got Forte, Gore, um, I got Tolbert, and Lynch, and Kendall Hunter. I want to know. I want to start three of them in a, in a flex league, uh, non-PPR. You're well, not sitting Forte. Right. You're not sitting Forte. It all depends on what's going on with, with that uh, knee, because Gore's... Is he a question mark right now? It's it's a little early in the week. I think you have to watch the practice reports. If Gore practices on Friday, good matchup against the Cardinals. Um, but Lynch is, is a guy I'm definitely playing in Forte. I mean, I'm not telling you anything by saying, yeah, start my Forte. Yeah, and I think you, you know? made the right call there. Yeah. And I, you know, 
we haven't advocated playing Marshawn Lynch a lot this year because talk about an in- inconsistent guy, but yep. he could be a great fantasy play going forward. We need to break now. We're going to wrap the Star Wars chat up, try and get another call in, and uh, just talk about some more fantasy nonsense in the uh, next segment. NFL Fantasy Live, Sirius 210 XM 87. NFL Fantasy Live, Sirius 210 XM 87. And we've been talking Star Wars. We've been talking starts and sits. And uh, it's, it's been a very enjoyable two hours. But i got to tell you, Fabs, you know, I, uh, we, we have all, all these team of experts here, NFL Fantasy Live on NFL Network. We have you on NFL.com. And then Matt Money Smith does rankings. Jason Smith does rankings. Mm-hmm. Dave Damashek does rankings. Yeah. And we are often drowning in fantasy points. And I try to bring some reality, you know, to, to our show, some reality talk. And when you give me that, that look like, Elliot, or actually you always say Harrison or heartthrob, whatever you call me these days, EH, <laughs> you know, all your little you, – you look at me like that point makes no sense. And this is all I want to say to you. I find your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> well, why couldn't – all right. That was good. I like that. That was good. Now, now we – I do find your lack of faith disturbing. I wanted to take another caller. I, I, need, I need another vote on the Star Wars thing. I'm not, I'm not comfortable right now with our stanza. Pete – in Ohio, what is the best Star Wars movie, sir? Uh, Jedi. Whoa, Jedi. Jedi comes out of nowhere. And you had a uh, question on wide receiver, like what you actually called about instead of having to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> um, actually, uh, in our league, we can start either two or one running backs and either three or four wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start Lynch, obviously, this week. But I have Matthews. And uh, Holmes would be my other option. I'm going Matthews. Uh, I'm going with the running back here again. Maybe okay. uh, Champ Bailey will not be as effective against San Antonio Holmes as he was against Dwayne Bowe because of the player that Holmes is and his skill set. But I'd prefer to go with the running back here. And Matthews actually didn't look half bad last week, and then the Chargers just went away from him. That's right. Uh, Matthews averaged 5.1 yards per carry. Tolbert and, averaged 5.7, yeah. and Norv went away from the run. Yeah, I don't know. And he did the Norv face that we can't show on uh, radio because we're on radio. Should we get? Should we take one more call or get one more Star Wars vote? Yeah. I, I think we should. Yeah, let's do it. Chrissy in New York, do you have a Star Wars vote? Sure. How about Empire Strikes Back? I like oh, Chrissy. I like Chrissy. That's, that's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Fabs, I think you're fabulous, by the way. Thank you. Um, I have a a question for you guys. I have a 12-team non-PPR league. It's a money league, two-player keeper league, and it has very unique, rigid rules. And one of them is is that you are only allowed four winter pickups on the season. I have one left. Mm -hmm. Um, This week I've got Arian Foster and Mike Wallace on a bye. I'm seven two and one, so I have to roll with MJD, Jackie Battle, or Mike Thomas. I mean, no, Daniel Thomas. Excuse me, um, Julio Jones and Stevie Johnson for my receivers. I didn't know whether it would be advantageous to drop either Jackie Battle or Daniel Thomas to pick up either Denarius Moore or. Well, I, you know, with Kendall Hunter, there's no first sure thing with that. There's landfall. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to maximize points this week since I've lost some of my big makers. 
you you may have to pick up Denarius Moore just based on the fact that Julio Jones and Stevie Johnson are both injured and both could end up being questionable. So in order to actually fill up your wide receiver spot in your starting lineup, Moore might actually be a necessity. Okay. So Who you have I to keep. Drop? Yeah, out of the players that you just mentioned, I'd probably drop Daniel Thomas. Yeah, I would drop Daniel Thomas. I think that's the you know, and, and who knows, Reggie Bush could get hurt. And Dan, but you got to you got to go I, with what you have right now. You got to go with what you have right now. Okay. By the way, I should mention that we are on every Wednesday uh, from twelve to two, and mm-hmm. we try to take as many calls as we can. Uh, we had some good ones today. We had some good yeah. fantasy conundrums. Yeah, and Chrissy, today. thanks for your call. Um, and it it was a good one. It was. Fun with the Star Wars. Thanks for calling me a nerd uh, on Sirius. You're, I want to know you're just a, how, how much time do I have left here, guys? I've got so I'm told I have 45 seconds left. What, what do you think my favorite? Star I Wars think movie it's is? I think it's number one because you hated the Ewoks. It's not Empire, and I can't see you liking any of the first three. Well, okay, more false, than false and false. Uh, Revenge of the Sith was not a bad movie. It tied everything everything up. I love if the last. If you say scene. Attack of the Clones, no. I lose all Attack respect of, for you. Attack of the Clones. Well, that only leaves Attack of the Clones. Menace. Attack of the Clones was worse than Cannonball Run Two. Empire Strikes Back had the coolest toys. Ice Planet Hoth was the most amazing scene in the Star Wars trilogy. We just spit it out. It's Empire Strikes Back. Well, Who wins our vote, by the way? NFL Fantasy Live. Harrison. Every Wednesday, twelve o'clock Pacific. Thanks you guys for take listening. Care. May the force be with you. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.